Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise, my Lord. We give you honor, my precious Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, good morning, saints. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome this morning to the house of God which is Faith Mission Ministries, where we're praying for the anointing of God to come down on this place this morning because we're here to glorify this King of Kings and Lord of Lord, where we put him in his place, where he deserves to be. We are thankful, Lord Jesus. And I just want to start by just saying, Lord, we thank you, we glorify you. And we come with grateful heart, Lord, because you've been revealing so many mysteries unto us. And we thank you for it, Lord. We don't take it for granted. We want to say we love you. We love you. And we honor you this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 people to your people my my lord and you know i've been praying and seeking and we've been studying so much about in revelation a lot has been revealed in revelation and also i went back to study the seven churches we've learned and we've read we've touched in the seven churches but i want to go and i want to read and i want you to read with me to go back as a you know, going through what we've been through on Revelations 1, 
And I want to start there and share with you what we've studied on Revelations 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. And of all things that he saw, blessed, blessed, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of his prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and that made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever amen be behold he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him even so, amen. And we've learned that we say, even so, come, Jesus, come. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and the patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, unto Pergamos, unto Titaria, unto Sardis, unto Philadelphia, and, to, and unto Laodicea. And we've learned and we studied and we know that at this time, when we look at the, the signs of the time, we know that the word of God speaks to us and gives us signs of where we're at and where we find ourselves in today's day. So with that said, we're on the last, which is the church of Laodicea. So I want us to go there, which is Revelations 3, 14. And the reason why I want to do this is because, you know, in the church of God's saints, we fight. We fight against spirits that try to come and destroy the work of God. We clean house. We clean house because in order for the spirit of God to dwell within us, this house needs to be serving the Lord and only God through our works, through our works, through our actions, even through our mind. How do we think the way we treat each other as saints of God with love, with compassion? That's what we do. And so we fight for a clean church. We fight for a church where the spirit of God will dwell. Well, we have visitors, which are angels that are willing to come and sit with us 
because the anointing of God is here. And we fight for that anointing. And we will continue our faith mission ministry fighting for the anointing of God. Fighting for any evil that comes in here will be wiped out and pushed out in the name of Jesus Christ. We are warriors here. We fight. We fight because we're seeking a kingdom of God that will be coming. And we want to be part of that. We want to be part of that. We want to be the first fruits. So that's where our fight is at. We are fighting in the spiritual realm because we are being taught on how to fight and how to be discerning of those spirits. We might be diligent. We must keep our fillers out, always seeking what is coming near us, who is coming in, and what we need to pray against. It is not in the natural sense. It's all in the spiritual. So with that said, I want us to look at the church of Laodicea. And I want us to see, do we find ourselves in this? And if we do, we need to repent and we need to seek the Lord and see how we can change this. So with that said, on verse uh, 14, on chapter 3, verse 14, it reads, And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and are neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. And these are things that I go before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, I do not want to be lukewarm. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. When you're committed, you're committed 100% to the things of God. 17, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You know, the word of God tells us that God wants us to be prosperous. But if you make that money your God, then this is where you're at. You're wretched. You really have nothing God will prosper you and put you, make you the head and not the tail. But when you give God all the honor and the glory and the thankfulness for having put you there, he blesses you. He honors that. That's different, saints. We give it all to God. Everything he puts upon us, we thank him every day because we don't want to be wretched. You know, and when he blesses us, what does he do? He wants to test us. What do you do with that? blessing are we going to make sure that the house of god is taken care of are we going to make sure that the angel of the church is taken care of and that's where the blessings keep multiplying because we know why why the lord trusts us with monetary goods and we praise him for that so let's not forget on the increase on where we put it i counsel to buy of me gold and tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, <clears throat> and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame 
and am set down with thy father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So when I look at this, you know, saying many people might think, you know, serving the Lord is boring, is, oh, there's no fun in it. Oh, they're so deceived. They're so deceived by the enemy because we have a joy that the world will never understand. We have a peace that surpasses all our understanding because God takes control. When you're suffering, God takes control. When you're in need, he takes control. We allow the spirit of God to work in us. And that's why the world cannot understand our joy. They think, you know, saints of God, uh, they don't go through no suffering, you know, because maybe they serve the Lord every day and every day. And so nothing touches them. Do they not know that we are the ones that need to be with fully dressed every single day, ready to war every single day? Because, see, the enemy has the world. He is the king of the world. And if you're in the world, you're already on his side. You know, he doesn't worry about you. He's like, I have this fool already. So ha, he's attacking the church, the saints of God. We're under attack every single day. That's why it says pull on the full armor of God. Because we need to go. If he's not coming from your right, he's coming from your left. If not from the left, before you. If not from before you, behind you. So we have to be as warriors Ready with the sword. Always ready. Because he will leave us alone. But you know what? We're ready. We're ready. And we know that we are overcomers. Because the word of God tells us. And the word of God is teaching us on how. How to fight our battles. And remember, the battle is the Lord's anyway. So we're covered, saints. We're covered. Praise God. And I just want to let you know that this is an amazing read. The faith of God's elect. It is a beautiful book. And the reason why I was reading through it, and as I was um, going through the book of Revelation, I came up a page that I want to read to you because it's called The Seven Churches. And what our pastor did, and he probably doesn't know this, but as I was reading, we, we talked about the perks, the benefits of being those select. Because you know what? Your work is not in vain. Our work is not in vain. You know, people in the world, you work every day for a paycheck to survive, to live. Better job, better type of living. You know, okay job, okay type of living. It's on, it's on us, how we're complacent and how we want to live life. It's our choice. But see, the thing is, the word of God is not and mediocre. Your perks are going to be absolutely amazing. So I want you to hear the benefits of being the elect. The benefits of being the bride. The benefits of fighting every single day. The benefits of fighting persecution because people will not like you. You know, you're peculiar. You're weird. You're different. Ah, so be it. I love being weird. I love being different. I love being peculiar. Call me a hallelujah. I love being a hallelujah. Oh, I love serving the Lord. This is who I am. This is who I am. And I praise the Lord for it. I love it. Thank you, Lord. Call me weird all you want. So let's go to the benefits, and I will close with this, because we need to know. We need to know that we're worthy. We need to know where we will stand, saying. So let's go to the seven churches. Oh, I'm sorry, I have the book. So Revelations 2-7, and I'm just gonna, there's, it's just talking about the benefits. 
our pastor went in and took all the perks from every church. So Revelation 2, 7, he that hath an ear, let him hear what to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelation 2, 11, he hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be heard of the second death. See that? Praise God. Revelations 2.17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saying, He that receiveth it. Revelation 2.26. And he that overcometh and keepeth my words unto the end, to him will I give him power over the nations. Revelations 3, 5. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 3, 12. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God in the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Revelations 3.21. To him that overcometh will I grant him to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. And finally, Revelation 21.7. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Not one, not two. We want it all, all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. I want to be his daughter. I want all the benefits. So praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, saints, for listening to me this morning. I just want to let you know that it is an honor and it is a privilege and it is a blessing to serve the Lord. He is with us. He loves us. And let's keep on, keep on serving him because he's got benefits for us. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Well, with that said, we have a precious sister of us that is going to come. And I know that the Lord has so many goodies for us tonight. Lots and lots of goodies <laughs> in the word of God. <laughs> so with that said, can I have our sister Marina come and bless us? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning. Oh, that was amazing, hearing all the benefits. Um, and these are benefits that are worth receiving. Um, and Sister Letty went over um, the churches and the state that they're in, um, and specifically the Laodicean, Laodicea Church. And we've gone over just those, the state of the churches, but it 
the realization of the importance of having a godly man who can break down the word and give you this understanding and knowledge. And so I want to turn to Matthew 13. Verse 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy there, thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought, and bought it. And so, I'm just going to go back and read that again. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure, hid in a field. So it's hidden. And in order to find that treasure, there needs to be a map. A map to show you which direction, where to go. And that man of God is like that map to tell us, go here, don't go there, make this turn. Don't make that turn. That which when a man hath found, he hideth. And Pastor opened this up so beautifully that um, it's us. It's us going out and finding Christ. And that when we find him, we hide him. A man, a man hath found, he hideth. And for joy, there's a joy thereof goeth and selleth. That's that's an unexplainable sort of joy. You have this joy that you go and you sell all that you have. Ask, asking myself right now, all the things that I have, have I laid it all out for Christ? Have I put it all out there and only taken him and hide him? And he hath by that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant, a man seeking goodly pearls, not just an individual who's seeking whatever, but seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl, just one of great price, went and again sold all that he had and bought it. I also want to turn to a Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 3, verse 1. By night on my bed I sought him whom my soul loveth. When I read this, it just sounded like a beautiful love letter. By night on my bed I sought him. Whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. I will rise now and go about the city, in the streets, and in the broadways. I will seek 
him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. The watchmen that go about the city found me, to whom I said, Saw ye him whom my soul loveth? And it's, you're seeking, you're seeking Christ, and you're not stopping until you find him. And the watchman made me think of that pastor who's, who we, we come across, but yet he found us. The watchman that go about the city found me. And in verse 4, it was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her that conceived me. I charge you, O, o ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of thy field, that ye stir not up nor awake my love till he please. And again, um, you know, thinking about how Pastor went over in Acts and how Paul was to open the eyes um, and, and just relating it back to this, you're seeking and you're fine, you're looking, you're looking, and it is until a man of God opens your eyes and turns you from that darkness to light. And it's an immediate thing. Thinking about when it's dark and you flip on the lights, it doesn't take a minute or a second for the light to come on. It's immediately. Um, and when you hear the word of God and it pierces your heart, it's an immediate reaction. An immediate reaction. But once again, it's who is breaking the word down for you. Um, we've been hearing that you can go and you can read all that you want. But at the end of the day, if you have no understanding, it doesn't matter how much you read. It's about how much I understood. It's about how much we understand of who God is and what he's wanting from us. Um, yes, God wants something from us to love him, to put him first. Um, and that's all that I have. <laughs> and now I'm going to call up Tatiana. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. I know we're a little small, but it's okay because it doesn't matter how small we are, but it's the joy that we have in our hearts for God, for Christ. It could be one person. It could be a trillion people, but it's the truthful heart that you have. Um I just, I don't know. Now I feel energetic. Now I feel, you know, when you go into church and you're just like, and you know you have to speak and you're just like, I don't want to speak. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. 
I don't want to do it. But then somebody comes up and they have so much joy in their hearts and that joy just leaps onto you and then onto you. And it's just like a bouncing energizer bunny. And then now you're just like, oh, now I got something to say. Give me the mic. I want to say something. But let me just bring it back. <laughs> but that's how I feel right now. And I, I just feel excited and just pumped up and ready to war because that's how I felt this morning. I just woke up this morning um, knowing I have to speak, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. Jesus, I don't want to speak. I love you, but <laughs> I don't want to talk. But <laughs> it's not what we want, but it's what Christ wants for us. And there's a reason why we come up here and speak, to know where we are at, to know what God is putting in each and one of our hearts, because all of us is different. We get that same teaching, but it hits us all in different ways. And I just thought this service was has started beautifully from the Energizer Bunny to another Energizer Bunny. <laughs> and just that joy, just it you see it and you feel it and it's refreshing. Cause I know a couple months ago it, it hasn't been refreshing, but God saw our hearts in knowing we wanted more. And he said, I'm going to give you more. This is what you have to go through, but it's worth it. The hurt and the and just everything, it's worth it. And like Marina said, I just want to go back to what she was in Matthew real quick. Um Matthew 13:44 Again the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field in which when a man hath found he hideth and for and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field and she connected that with our pastor just a man of God showing us this is the way. Here are the loops and the holes and the trenches and the ups and the downs. Let me show you the way. Let me help you. Let me help guide you. Because our pastor has been here for such a long time. I'm not saying he's old. He is wise. He's very, very wise. And he knows he's been there. He's been a part of many churches. He's been um, around the world he knows and he's seen so much and in order for us not to fall he guides us go this way so you won't bump into this wall go this way so you won't stub your foot there go that way so you won't get hurt here he sees before us he's been our shepherd and we just are little, little sheep just following him but when we stray away we realize I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where to go. And when we when she was saying and I thought of just the way pastor is, how he just doesn't bring whatever forward, but it's it's things, it's a word that's been cooking throughout his whole entire life that has brought him here in Merced and when Marina was talking about this scripture, it just reminded me of those boys, um, I forgot their names. 
help me out if you recognize the story. They were partying all night, and then in the morning they had to go to church. And before they went in, they had to bring these gifts. I don't know if they were gifts, but they just basically brought Jesus whatever. I think it was it was stones. They picked up whatever along the way, and they said, here, this is what we have for you. And then right away they were killed. Am I saying this right? Brought in strange fire. Okay. Yes. So they were out partying all night. Came church and church in the morning. That. Yes. It just reminded me of that because there's many pastors out there that basically just grab whatever that morning and serve it to their people and say, here, this is what I have for you. This is going to bring you to the kingdom. Whoop do do hooray. Next service, the same exact thing. But the difference with our pastor is, is he is in that upper room day and night, meditating, praying, and just picking out the best, the best fruit, the best flavor, the best spices for us that he gives to us. And that's not where I wanted to go. But when she talked about pastor being that man showing us the way, it just reminded me of that and just how he prepares beforehand and what he brings to us. And I'm just truly thankful for that. Um, because it's a lot more than what it is or what people think it is. Like my mom was saying, people think being in church is boring and 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 um, being a churchgoer is no fun. But when I think, when I hear those things, because I've heard it from so many people already throughout my life and just like, oh, you got a church? Oh, three days a week? Oh my goodness, that's, whew, that's too much. I only go Sunday morning. And I'm just like in my head, you have no idea. You have no clue. And when I think about those things and I hear those people, I just think you are so much in bondage that you have you have zero taste of things that are good and zero taste of things that are going to bring you to God and the kingdom and those promises that you hear about from other people. You think you already have, but you don't. Because there's so much more than just saying, oh, I know Jesus, or I love God, and I know he's going to forgive me for all my sins, but I still do it because I know he's going to forgive me. But it's the forgiveness is now, the repentance is now, and it's you repent to not do those things again and to change your life. We can't be comfortable in serving God. We can't be comfortable in coming to church on a regular basis and just, oh, I go to church because it's part of my weekly routine. But we can't be comfortable. It's knowing him more. It's reaching out for him more. And it's getting to build that relationship so much more than what others think it is. Because what we're getting in this church, so many people have no idea. And you hear the conversations and in my mind, I'm just like, you have no clue. God is so much more than the little things. God is so much more than love. Yes, he's love, but he's also wrath. And he's also a judge. And what we do in this life, he will judge. 
and whether it's now or later, all is all bills aren't paid just on Fridays. But it's just knowing him and building that relationship with him. And as of right now, I know Jesus is coming back soon. I'm on that mindset where I'm fitting for myself. You do what you want to do in this world, but I know where I'm trying to be and where I'm trying to go. And that's where I'm headed. I'm yes, I love people. <laughs> and but I'm just trying to get myself ready because I know I want to be a part of the elect and not be left behind. And I just wanted to read Isaiah. I've been really re, um, stuck in Isaiah for quite a while. Um, Isaiah 44, 2. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and thou Jerusalem. Just Jerun, whom I have chosen. And just this makes me, it gives me so much joy because we have all been chosen before the foundations of this world. And if we go back in history, this world has been here for, I want to say a long time, a very long time. But before that, before this world was even created. And it's so hard to fathom that idea because of how small our mind is but to think about it we God has seen us this day this moment way before we were born if you would have told me that 10 years ago I would be like you sound crazy leave me alone but to know it now it's just it's so amazing because God chose us already but now it's time for us to realize we have been chosen for a reason. I am here for a purpose. Now it's for us to realize that I am a gift for a purpose. And it's us to find out, God, what is it that you want me in my life? What is that you want me to do um, for you? And so I just read this and I just think it's just so amazing because we were already chosen before the foundations of the world. And verse three, for I will pour water unto him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. And that is speaking about us, those who are thirsty and want God. You have to want it. You can't be, what is it? You can't, you take a horse, drink some water, but you can't force it to drink. We have to want God in, our, in order to understand why do these people have so much joy for God? Why is it that when I, I think about God and it's just like, okay, whatever. But when they talk about him, it's just like this marvelous, beautiful thing. And it's you have to want it. You have to fight for it. It's something that you have to fight for. It's not just it's not going to happen overnight. It is, Lord, I surrender. You have to fully Surrender your life to understand, for your eyes to open, for your heart to open, and for your ears to open to want God and for him to pour out his spirit unto you. And they shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the water courses. One shall say, I am the Lord's, and another shall call himself 
by the name of Jacob, and another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Lord, and surname himself by the name of Israel. And then the rest goes into um, false gods and those um, um, creating those false gods and everything. But I just wanted to stop there because I just... um, I just feel encouraged. That's how I feel. I want to look for another word, but there is no other word. I just feel encouraged because I think coming up here is is mostly for me and myself and just knowing where I'm at with God. And it's just wanting to understand more and to want more of him in order for him to pour more of himself into me. And... Yeah, that's how I feel, and that's all I have. Thank you. And I would like to call our assistant pastor, Andre Griggs. Sounds so weird. Praise the name of the Lord. There we go. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We just give the Lord honor today. We just thank God for his glory. We thank God for all that he's done for us. We thank God for these precious words that everyone has came up and spoken today. These words have been uh, very encouraging, encouraging in the Lord and what God has been giving us uh, in these scriptures has uh, been Great has been a blessing to us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of of the Lord and to know what God has in store for us. Uh, brother, I want to welcome welcome you this morning. God bless you. Good to see you. Glad you came. You enjoy service today, and we just want to give uh, glory and honor to God. We appreciate the Lord this morning. We appreciate God this morning for His presence, His beautiful presence in the choir and. Uh, in this church, and we feel the presence of the Lord, as my wife said, you feel God, you feel the presence of the Lord, and and he's here, and we thank God, and we acknowledge him, we acknowledge the presence of the Lord, we acknowledge uh, him as he is our king, he is our uh, our redeemer, and we just love the Lord, and we thank God for all of us, all those who join on Facebook, God bless you, I hope you enjoy the messages and the words that's been spoken uh, and everyone came up and just did a wonderful job and uh, these beautiful scriptures that we've been receiving and going over uh, from our pastor our teacher um, and we just thank God for the precious words and uh, the scripture that was uh, given regarding the the churches of Asia the seven churches of Asia 
uh, but the benefits that God has given us uh, within those churches, though uh, there's there's uh, uh, sp- uh, spiritual attacks, persecution, uh, God is not looking at those things because God does not worry about those things, but it's to them, to him that overcome will he give. You see, he's looking at our hearts so that we will have faith and trust him in all things and that we will overcome um, and believe the word of God. And uh, uh, to him that overcome, um, he will inherit all things and everything that was spoken in each chapter uh, or in each uh, church. Uh, there's an overcoming element uh, that God, uh, that the Lord uh, sees their heart and because they're hungry and then they're thirsty for righteousness. And as my daughter came up and spoke of that scripture, uh, that Christ will fill them uh, with living water and uh, give them uh, uh, strength uh, to overcome, that the Lord will keep them and that we have to overcome uh, in the scriptures. But we have to have a heart after God. Uh, as Sister Marina, that beautiful scripture in Psalms of Solomon uh, that she had uh, read. And I just uh, kept my paper there because I just wanted just to touch on that. And that was a wonderful scripture in verse four said it was but a little while I passed from them. But I found him who my soul loveth, and I held him, and I would not let him go. You see, once we find him, we're not to let him go. We're not to let him go. That means don't let the cares of this world uh, take us away or draw us away. Uh, as uh, the uh, the Smyrna, uh, was it Smyrna, uh, the the first church. Uh, that they left their first love. Ephesus, excuse me. They left their first love or they lost their first love. Uh, and that once we find him, we are to hold him. Uh, where do we hold him? In our heart. In our heart. And as I held him and I will not let, it go, let him go until I brought him into my mother's house and into the chambers of, of her that conceived me. You see, he brought, uh, once you find the Lord, you bring in the mother's house, the mother's house is the church. You welcome the Lord in the church, in the house of God. And see, it's not about men. It's not men's mind or men's ways, but uh, it's Christ. And uh, uh, we are led by the spirit of God. And as many are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And brought uh, him into my chambers, uh, into into the chambers, uh, into, into the chambers of her uh, that conceived me. And we brought him. Uh, as the scripture was read, uh, I stand at the door and knock the Odishan church and to them, to him that open up, I will come in and I will sup with him. I will sup with him and I will sup with him and see, we have to open up our heart, the chambers of our heart. Uh, Christ will come in. He says, I and my father will make our abode in you and we will sup with you. And and our hearts are to be open for the Lord. And so when we uh, uh, understand and begin to see uh, the love of God towards us, uh, we begin to just repent and 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 surrender to God and surrender and have a love for God. Praise God that no matter what, there will be no one that or nothing that will hinder me or separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so we allow the Lord to come into our life and come into our heart uh, when we humble ourselves and begin to cry out in the name of the Lord. 
and we find that treasure, that treasure that was spoken. Uh, when a man uh, finds this treasure, uh, he finds the treasure and he hides the treasure as these beautiful scriptures were spoken. And he buys the field. Amen. He sell, sells everything uh, to buy that field and he, he hides that treasure. That's how much the precious love of God is to us. That's how much the kingdom is to us. Uh, because Jesus Christ is the treasure. He is the kingdom of God. He is the love of God. Amen. And, and, and we're learning that there's a guy that uh, brings us uh, into this love or brings us and reveals Christ uh, to us through this ministry, uh, through the ministry that God has given, the gifts that has been given. Uh, but we must begin to look for those goodly pearls. But when they find, when you find that one pearl, Jesus is that one pearl. When you find that pearl, the kingdom of God is that one pearl. Amen. When you find that that pearl of great price, you sell everything. You surrender your life. Uh, you you deny yourself. You take up your cross and you and you uh, buy it. You uh, sell everything. That's my my daughter was talking about how she was uh, talked about or whatever because she comes to church. But she sold everything that the world offered because the world was not enough. Amen. And she found Christ. Praise God. She found that one pearl. Praise God. Hallelujah. And she sold everything and bought that one pearl. Praise God. And so uh, uh, these scriptures that have been uh, that have been speaking on that we've been hearing. Uh, praise God is uh, of the kingdom of God and what Christ uh, why Christ came. And when why uh, the Lord Jesus has died for us and and purged us with his own blood uh, that we may see the kingdom of God. He told Nicodemus, uh, lest a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He won't be able to see uh, that pearl. You won't be able to see uh, Christ. Um, and when the disciples came uh, to, to, to Jesus and say, why do you tell them in parables? He says to them, they are not to know the mysteries uh, of God, lest they repent. But unto you is to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. To know the mysteries. And we are receiving uh, those mysteries, these messages. Uh, God being revealed through us, through Christ Jesus. The kingdom of God being revealed. And we, uh, hallelujah, sell everything. Because now we're understanding the value uh, of this great price, of this pearl of grace price. We're understanding the value and the preciousness of this pearl of great price uh, that uh, Christ uh, came in to deliver unto the saints. Uh, the value of the blood of Jesus Christ. The value of the cross. Hallelujah. The value of the resurrection and what Christ did for us. Where now our eyes of our understanding are being opened, are being enlightened that we uh, will see as uh, Sister Marina came up and spoke about Paul and what Paul did. Hallelujah. He was sent to the Gentiles to open their eyes. Hallelujah. To open their eyes. So how can you see lest your eye be open? Uh, how can you understand lest there be a teacher? And God had to send gifts unto man. Apostles, prophets, pastors, uh, evangelists, uh, teachers uh, uh, for the uh, perfecting. Uh, pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints uh, that we uh, uh, be, our eyes of our understanding begin to see 
and uh, understanding and have a heart or have a passion uh, for the value of the blood of Jesus Christ. Have a passion of the value of the kingdom of God that we may see uh, the kingdom of God. And so uh, there is a scripture in Acts chapter one, uh, in Acts chapter one, if you go there and uh, we have received this uh, beautiful uh, teachings of this word in Acts chapter one. If you go to down to verse four and we'll just start there. Uh, amen. It says in uh, uh, chapter one in Acts verse four. Uh, what a beautiful uh, chapter this is. Um, and I just want to go through a, a few areas of this piece of this chapter and we'll go on. It says, and being, verse four, assembled together uh, with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Uh, but wait. Well, so the, the Lord, uh, praise God, uh, Jesus was uh, inquiring, letting them know that um, uh, don't worry. Uh, uh, God will be I will be with you. And God is uh, doing a work. Uh, praise God. Uh, but before uh, you uh, go out and represent uh, me, there's something that I must do. There's something that I must give unto you. I must deposit to you because right now you don't see. You have no understanding of uh, uh, these things uh, that, 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 that I've spoken unto you while you were with me. Uh, but when uh, uh, I give you the comforter, when I give you uh, the Holy Ghost, Praise God. Uh, when you begin to tarry, praise God, and come in unity, hallelujah, uh, God will, uh, uh, the, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And so uh, the Lord was uh, explaining to him, to them uh, regarding the promise that was given of God. Uh, and it says, and being assembled together uh, with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the father. Wait for the promise of the Father. You see, the uh, the Father has given a promise uh, to His saints, uh, to them. As sent my, uh, as my daughter came up to say that he, she said that we were chosen from the from before the foundation of the world. Praise God! And that promise has has never changed. Uh, the promise that was uh, given, and now we're in this dispensation. You've come to the kingdom for such a time as this to receive that same promise. Uh, that was given unto them in the upper room uh, because God has promised unto those that are thirsty uh, and hungry after righteousness uh, that they may be filled. And he says, wait uh, for the promise of the father, uh, which said he, uh, ye have heard of me. Uh, when did they hear the next verse? He says, uh, for John truly uh, baptized with water. Uh, so they heard this from John. John was a witness uh, uh, to uh, to the coming of the Lord. He was there to prepare ye the way of the Lord and to point uh, to the Christ. When he saw Jesus coming down from the mountain, he says, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Hallelujah. And so John uh, prophesied and uh, was uh, letting them know those that were hearing uh, what Jesus will do when he comes. And he says, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall bap be baptized with the Holy Ghost, uh, not media days hence. And so Jesus was uh, uh, confirming what, J what John had told them, because John told them, I uh, uh, will baptize, I baptize ye uh, with water unto repentance. 
but there's one who's greater, who's mightier than I. He is the latchet. Hallelujah. That means he's the whip. Uh, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. In his hand, uh, his fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly purge uh, his floor. Thoroughly purge, uh, praise God, his floor and his wheat. He shall gather in his garner. But the chaff, hallelujah, that chaffiness uh, in our lives, uh, those spirits that we don't want to get rid of and we want to hang on to those spirits, those chaff uh, will be burned uh, and consumed with unquenchable fire. Hallelujah. So John uh, prophesied what Jesus would do uh, when he comes. Hallelujah. And so Jesus uh, began to explain that now this day is here. Hallelujah. This day is here. Uh, what I will do uh, in the church. Uh, what I will do uh, as Christ uh, sets up his kingdom. He says, for John truly baptized with water. But ye shall uh, be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many a days hence. And it says, when, uh, when they therefore, uh, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? So, how long they had been with Christ, uh, but yet their eyes were not yet open uh, to see, because they were looking for a literal kingdom when will you restore because at this time they were not uh in the uh, uh the the kingdom of god was 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 uh, uh not there anymore uh in a natural sense the kingdom of david uh that reign that david had uh unto jeroboam and rehoboam uh when they split the 10 tribes northern and the southern tribes so now this kingdom that was under the law of Moses for over 15, uh, 1,500 years, uh, now, uh, now that Christ has come, uh, they know that that kingdom was not there. But Christ was to come to set up his kingdom upon the earth because they knew uh, what, the, uh, what the prophets uh, foretold. Praise God. And so they asked the question, but their eyes were not open because they were looking for a literal kingdom uh, that will overthrow uh, the Caesar at that time. Uh, but that was not what God, the work that God was doing uh, uh, at that time because Jesus came as a lamb. Hallelujah. To take away the sins of the world. Praise the name of the Lord. And so when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? So we know that their eyes were not open to see, uh, but they knew they had an understanding uh, of this kingdom that was to be uh, established or restored. He says, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father had put in his own power. Hallelujah. It's not yet for you to know uh, these things uh, because something had to happen. Praise God. My goodness. What an awesome thing. It says, but ye shall receive. Hallelujah. What has to happen uh, before you even begin to have an understanding, really, or your eyes be open of the kingdom that would be established upon the earth? Hallelujah. It says, but ye shall receive power. Uh, after that, the Holy Ghost 
is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. But ye shall receive power. Uh, so there is something that had to happen that God was working in their hearts. Uh, they had to receive something uh, that, that God will begin uh, to open their eyes. They had to receive the power that was from the kingdom that would be established. Hallelujah. And they had to receive the Holy Ghost uh, that will begin to orientate them, their minds into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And it says, but ye had to receive power uh, from the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's come upon you that ye shall be what? Witnesses. Witnesses to what? Witnesses to uh, the kingdom of God. Witnesses of the kingdom that shall be established. Witness of the Christ, of the king. Hallelujah. That is of this kingdom, praise God, that will deliver you from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. This, this, uh, uh, the witnesses. What are witnesses? Witnesses of the what? Of the gospel of this kingdom that shall be preached unto the nations as a witness. And then the end shall come. So they had to be endured with the power of this kingdom. Because Jesus told Pontius Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were so, then my servants will fight. Hallelujah. But my kingdom is not of this world. And so the power that they were receiving was not of a kingdom that they thought that Christ would come and overthrow Caesar and establish at that time uh, in that season, in that dispensation. But the kingdom that what Christ was talking of, this was the kingdom that will endure it forever and ever. Hallelujah. And this kingdom is not of this world because the kingdoms of this world shall pass away. But his kingdom shall be established. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so he said, you will be endured with power from on high. Then after that, uh, uh, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And so they had to receive this power of this kingdom because God is doing a not uh, a natural work anymore. Praise God. When uh, when uh, uh, when Peter cut the ear off um, of the soldier, uh, Jesus picked his ear up and, and, and put it back and just. Just stuck it right back on like <laughs> he healed him. I'm going to say like glue, but he healed him. Praise God. That was the first glue that ever was. Amen. <laughs> but he put it back on. Praise God. And he told Peter, put down your sword. Put down your sword. Why did Peter have to put down that natural sword? Because God was putting in your hands. Hallelujah. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth. And a sharp two-edged sword in your hand. Because God was giving you the power over all the power of the enemy. He was giving you a sword that is not of this world. But it's the sword. Oh my God. It's the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Hallelujah. And so Jesus said you, are, uh, uh, you will be uh, uh, endured with power that you may be my witnesses. My witnesses. What are you witnessing? The gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God. This kingdom that shall be established. As my daughter said, I know Jesus is coming back soon. Why? To establish his kingdom upon the earth. Amen. And so uh, how did she know these things? Because God touched her and filled her with the Holy Ghost. 
And now faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And she believed the word. Hallelujah. And she can see that's the kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh, that spirit is the kingdom of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so to be witnesses, witnesses of what? The good news of the kingdom of God. And how is this witness? It's witnessed by the word of God. The word of God is the witness. But God, uh, the Lord, uh, God said, uh, Lo, in the, in the last days, I will take out their stony heart and I will give them a heart of flesh and I will write my law in their inward parts. Hallelujah. And in their minds. Hallelujah. So God had to do something. He knew that praise the name of the Lord uh, before the coming of the king. He God was going to raise up a nation, a holy nation, uh, one that was peculiar. As my wife said, I am peculiar. Uh, hallelujah. I am a holy roller. Praise God. And I'm not ashamed of it. Praise the name of the Lord. But they will rise up. Hallelujah. And begin to fight the good fight of faith. Laying hold to eternal life. They will begin to rise up. Hallelujah. My goodness. This is awesome. What a word. Hallelujah. God has given. Praise God. And so uh, uh, the witnesses of the kingdom of God. And what are witnesses? Uh, the witness of the word of God that is given is to, is to testify of him. And uh, hold your finger there. And there's a couple chapters, I want uh, verses I want to go to. In 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 1 verse 5. Uh, and he says, and it says, for our gospel come not unto you in word only, but also in power and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In power and of the Holy Ghost. So this word uh, that was given unto uh, the, uh, the disciples and those that were in the upper room was not just given in word. Jesus is the word of God, but also in power. Hallelujah. So they had to go into the upper room until they were endured with power from on high. Then after that, the Holy Ghost shall come upon them and in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Uh, that that they may testify uh, in verse and chapter uh, in John chapter five, verse thirty nine. It says, search the scriptures where the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me and they are they which testify of me who are they hallelujah those uh praise god that not only search the scriptures but god is hallelujah they have made uh god as a the dwelling place in their heart they made the spirit of the lord a dwelling place uh in their soul and these are they that testify of me so you become uh, one that becomes a witness to testify of the word of God through not just the word, but it's also in power and in the Holy Ghost. In John chapter 15, verse 26, and it says, But whom ye the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Hallelujah. Look how many witnesses there are. It's the word of God that witness, that testify of him. And we heard this all through the word of God. The apostles, uh, the prophets that pointed unto Christ. Hallelujah. That testify of him. Praise God. The word of God testifies 
of him. It points to Jesus Christ. It points to the coming king. It points to the kingdom of God and the Holy Ghost that leads us, that was given from the Father, which is the promise that the Father hath given us. Praise God. That uh, proceedeth or go before the Father, he shall testify of me. So the Holy Ghost testifies of Christ in you. Hallelujah. How was that? It's a witness. It's his spirit bear witness with your spirit that ye are the sons of God. Hallelujah. And so there's a witness that testifies. Hallelujah. And when that witness begin to testify, you begin to grow up in him in all things. Hallelujah. And then you become an overcomer. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. What are you testifying? You're testifying of the kingdom of God. And they love not their life even unto the death. So they surrendered all. Hallelujah. And they held on to him that, that uh, their soul loveth. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. And it says uh, both in Judea and Samaria and in the other most parts of the world. So what Jesus was doing, he was not establishing a natural kingdom on the earth. Hallelujah. At that time, we know that it's coming. Praise God. But God has already came. Jesus has already came. And the work that he's doing is not in the outer man, but it's the inner man. Hallelujah. It's the inner man. It's something Ah, oh, my goodness, that happens on the inside. It's the pearl that when you find it, hallelujah, at that merchant, you find that pearl, uh, that, that one pearl, and you sell all that you have, and you buy that pearl. It's the pearl of great price, which is the kingdom of God, which is Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. And if you turn to Daniel uh, chapter 2, verse, four, verse 44, praise God. And that when these disciples asked if you were going to establish uh, your kingdom at this time, uh, uh, Jesus had to let them know that you're going to uh, wait for this. But it's coming right now. Hallelujah. God is doing a work in your heart. Praise God. And so uh, chapter 2, verse uh, 40, 44, verse 44, praise God. Verse 44. Hallelujah. It says. And in those days of these kings. So at that time, praise God, we knew uh, that they uh, they knew, the disciples knew that they were in a part of, uh, 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 of this scripture here that Daniel foretold. That they were in uh, the, uh, around the, the legs. They were in the knees area. Praise God. Uh, in the time of the Roman Empire, uh, the, 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 the reign of... Uh, praise God of iron, uh, the iron empire. They were hard uh, against uh, the Christians. Uh, they were hard against the Jews. Praise God. It says, and in those, and in these, uh, and in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom. Hallelujah. In the days of these kings. Uh, why? Praise God. Because God was going to establish his kingdom. But there was a start of that kingdom, praise God, that he was working on uh, because his kingdom was not of this world. And so he had to get that kingdom that were, that Jesus, where Jesus came from, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That kingdom had to get in your heart. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he had to subdue, subdue uh, uh, the throne that you set up uh, for the king, uh, for the uh, prince of this world, uh, that uh, the spirit of this world uh, that over uh, that is in the children of disobedience, the God of this world. God came to overthrow him. Hallelujah. Because that's the fight that we're fighting right now. It's not the outer man. It's not the sword uh, that Peter used. Hallelujah. Praise God. But because the children partook of flesh and blood, he so likewise partook of the same that he will destroy him that have the power of death. That is the devil. So Jesus Christ came and he overthrew the devil. Hallelujah. Took the keys of death and hell. Hallelujah. So you will not be a part of this kingdom. And he made a way of escape. Hallelujah. And he brought you into, hallelujah, his, the glorious liberty of Jesus Christ. And it says, in that day of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Uh, and, the, and the kingdom shall not be left to another people. Hallelujah. Why? Because Jesus Christ has established his kingdom upon himself. It was not going to be left uh, to flesh, to man anymore. It says, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it, and it shall stand forever. So it was uh, not going to be left to another people. Praise God. But Jesus Christ uh, himself, hallelujah, will establish the kingdom of God. Uh, and he began in the upper room. Praise God. When he destroyed him that had the power of death, that is the devil on the cross by the blood of Jesus Christ and uh, his death, burial, and resurrection. Praise God. And he was uh, accepted by the Father. He was the blood. Praise God. The uh, uh, Without spot wrinkle of blemish, the unstained blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that, that Jesus, that God accepted for all men, for you and I, praise God, Jesus Christ then sent the comforter, hallelujah, and that you and I, uh, praise God, have to receive the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, you and I receive the Holy Ghost in our heart, and so now the kingdom of God that, that Jesus Christ is working on is in your heart, it's not in meat, or drink, but it's righteousness, joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so which shall never be destroyed and shall not be left to another people because it's now established. It's not established on men, but it's established on Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's established on Jesus Christ. And it says the government shall be upon his shoulders and the increase of the of his government and peace. There shall be no end. Hallelujah. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom shall he establish it with judgment and justice. And the zeal of the Lord will perform this for the kingdom. Hallelujah. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Praise God. So God is uh, 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 working in you and me by his spirit. Uh, but you have been and endured with power. And this power allows you, my goodness, and gives you the authority to overcome the kingdom of darkness. 
Hallelujah. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. And as the Lord showed us uh, in this chapter, that in the time of the Iron Age of uh, the Roman Empire, Jesus Christ stepped on the scene to establish his kingdom. And though the disciples thought that it was going to be a natural kingdom at this time, hallelujah, this kingdom that was going to be established, the start of this kingdom was supernatural, hallelujah. It was by his spirit in your heart that God is working in your heart, hallelujah, and we're built, hallelujah. See, this fifth kingdom is a stone kingdom, hallelujah. The first one was the head was of, of, of Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian reign, uh, that kingdom. But in every kingdom and every age, God has a witness. Hallelujah. And we know uh, three Hebrew boys and Daniel and all through that time that overcame. Praise God. Because we needed a, God uh, has a witness to, to testify of him. Hallelujah. To testify of that God is greater. Hallelujah. And the kingdom of God that will be established. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against it shall prosper. Hallelujah. And every tongue that rises in judgment shall fall. Hallelujah. And so we know that head of Babylon was uh, the Nebuchadnezzar. He was the king at that time. And then on down, uh, the the uh, uh, lesser uh, element was the Medes and Persia, uh, was the arms of silver. Uh, praise God. And then uh, the uh, loins uh, of, of the uh, the braids of the brass kingdom, the brass civilization of Alexander the Great, and on down to the Roman Empire, the rule of iron. Hallelujah. And in that time, hallelujah, it got weaker and weaker and weaker. And you know that we're still in that uh, civilization. We're still in that time. Hallelujah. Because you have the iron mingled with clay. So we still have elements of those things. But in that time, Jesus Christ stepped on the scene. Hallelujah. And he said he will subdue all kingdoms. Hallelujah. He came to subdue all kingdoms. But he had to raise up that fifth kingdom, which is the stone kingdom. He said, and the word tells us, and I saw the stone hewn out of the mountain not made by hands. Hallelujah. And it crushed and it subdued. Hallelujah. It subdued that, uh, the gold, uh, the silver, uh, the clay, the bronze, uh, and the iron. Hallelujah. And, and they was blown away at the chaff of the summer threshing floor. Hallelujah. But there's a great mountain that you and I are part of. That is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You and I are a part of that kingdom. But it is in your heart. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. And so in those days, which shall never be destroyed, this kingdom shall never be destroyed. How uh, in this, this, you know why it shall never be destroyed? Because Jesus has given you eternal life. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. And I know uh, they might you might fear, fear uh, uh, don't fear man that can take away the outer, but fear him that can kill both soul and body in hell. Praise God. Hallelujah. But Jesus Christ has come and given you life and life more abundantly. So this kingdom shall not be destroyed. It shall not be removed. Hallelujah. And you're built upon the apostles 
prophet Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So this is a stone kingdom that Jesus is uh, building in your heart because you are stones. As the scripture tells us in first Peter uh, chapter two, verse five, it says you are stones. You are also uh, lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted to God by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are lively stones, fiery stones. Praise God, because he set you on fire. Hallelujah. And you're built upon Jesus Christ, who is the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. And so this kingdom that Jesus Christ has a, is establishing is a stone kingdom that are fiery stones. That you and I that are part of this kingdom, that are lively stones, that are holy priesthood after the order of Melchizedek, a king, a king priest. Hallelujah, which he is king of righteousness and king of peace. Hallelujah. And so he established that in your heart. Righteousness, joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. And so that you may become a witness and testify of him. Hallelujah. Who are we testifying against? Praise God. We are, uh, uh, we are fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this present world against spiritual wickedness and high places. We testify, hallelujah, that way we push the devil back. Praise God, because God's given us the power of that kingdom, the power over all the powers of the enemy that you and I will overcome. And he said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Upon this stone, this rock, the chief cornerstone, the rock of ages, hallelujah. And we're built upon the rock. Jesus Christ, this stone, he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. So our fight is not flesh and blood, but against the gates of hell. Hallelujah. We're pushing back the darkness that comes from the gates of hell. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Praise God. And we didn't come by just word only, but by power and by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. If you turn uh, your scripture uh, into uh, uh, Colossians chapter 1, go to Colossians chapter 1. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Colossians chapter 1. Uh, if you go to uh, Nathaniel verse 12. And we've been going into this in Colossians, this beautiful chapter in Colossians, verse 12. Praise God. And it says, uh, giving thanks unto the Father. So when we now uh, are brought into this kingdom, you see, it's a birth. We have to be born again into this kingdom. Uh, praise God. Uh, the scripture tells us as many as believed. Upon him gave ye the power to become the sons of God. And to them that believe upon his name. Uh, not born of blood. Not of the will of flesh. Nor the will of man. But of God. Hallelujah. And so it is because of God we give him thanks. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for all that he's done for us. Hallelujah. Giving thanks unto the Father. Which has made us 
meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. Those that have gone on before us, those witnesses, uh, those stones that have been examples for you and I. Praise God that we have the same inheritance. That's why the promise has come this far. Hallelujah. That's why the promise of the upper room, when they were in the upper room, hallelujah, they were tarried. And then all of a sudden uh, came a sound of a mighty rushing wind and the whole earth, the whole house was filled. Praise God. And they received uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Cloven tongues as fire. Praise God. And they spoke as the spirit gave them utterance. And that same power that is given unto them is given unto you and I. Because we have an inheritance. We're heirs, joint heirs and heirs together in Christ Jesus in, in the kingdom of God. He says, made us to meet, to be partakers in the inheritance of the saints and light. Next verse. <clears throat> Who has delivered us, delivered us from the power of darkness. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. You see what he did? He's translating us. Uh, uh, as he sent Paul, as Sister Marina came and talked about what Paul did, he came uh, and he was uh, sent all far among to the Gentiles, sent to the Gentiles uh, to open up their eyes, to deliver, to deliver them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and they may uh, partake of the inheritance hallelujah the inheritance that you and I are now given praise God because of the blood of Jesus Christ and because you and I our eyes are open and because of this hallelujah we present ourselves a living sacrifice hallelujah a spiritual sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service uh, being not conformed to this world but by word, by power, and by the Holy Ghost, be ye transformed, or translated, hallelujah, or transfigured, my goodness, into the kingdom of God. Be now transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Hallelujah. That you and I must make our calling and election sure of God. Praise the name of the Lord, as is who have delivered us. From the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You might not see it on the outside. Uh, you might not. You get up in the morning you, and you look like you just uh, got hit with a Mack truck sometimes. Uh, you're not feeling too well. But it's not on the outside that God is doing the work. He has no dealings with flesh. It's on the inside. Hallelujah. God is translating you. God is bringing you out. Hallelujah. As Enoch walked with God and then he was. My goodness, he was translated. He was removed. God is taking us and, and sanctifying us and removing us from this world. Hallelujah. From the things of this world and setting us apart. Hallelujah. Because we are workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. And it says in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Next verse. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Hallelujah. So what are we doing? He's translating us into the beloved. He's the beloved of God. Hallelujah. The firstborn. Uh, that means a new race, a new creation that Christ is 
uh, bringing us into into the kingdom of God because you have to be changed into kingdom kingdom quality. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Where'd that word come from? Change into kingdom quality. Praise God. Uh, that means we have to be uh, not just orientated, but we have to qualify uh, to enter into the kingdom of God. And it's none of your works that you do it in because it's not in works of righteousness, which we have done, but it's by his mercies. He saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So that's what we need. Every day is a washing, is a cleansing, is a renewing. And you're translated and you move from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so the scripture tells us uh, that was uh, uh, go to verse for time's sake. Go to verse 25 and it says, wherefore, Paul is speaking, wherefore, uh, I am made a minister according to the dispensation or the stewardship of God, which is given unto me for you to fulfill the word of God. Hallelujah. Next verse. Even the mysteries which has been hid from ages, from generation to generation, but now made manifest unto his saints. That means he reveals it now unto you. To you is giving you the mysteries. Hallelujah. So he's revealing himself, the, testi uh, the, the, the testifying of Christ, uh, 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 the revelation of Christ. He's given us wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. And so he shined the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, which is now revealed in the face of Jesus Christ, has now shined in our hearts. So now we see, we see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We see and have an understanding of this kingdom uh, that we're going, that God is bringing us. You see, everything has to go there. I don't care what anybody's preaching. That's the mess. That's where we're going. We're going and we cannot. It's a train that, you know, the train that's about to go over the ravine uh, that they, they can't stop it. You know, those old Western movies, everybody trying to jump in and stop the train. And, they, they, uh, uh, and all of a sudden you got somebody that stopped this train. You can't stop. And it's not going over the ravine. This train is going into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Come on. Do you have a ticket? My goodness. Do you have a ticket? Praise God. And it says even the mysteries of being uh, from age, from generation is made manifest into a saint to whom God uh, would make known. What is the riches? Of the glory. Come on. That's the pearl of great price. What is the riches of his glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is the riches. Hallelujah. That is the pearl. That is what we sell everything of this world for. Praise God that nothing of this world we cannot take over, but we can take Jesus we can take his word and it says, uh, go down to chapter two uh, for time's sake again, verse two. And it says uh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love. That's why we're in the church, because the church the, is the vehicle and the gift that has been given is to knit our hearts and that we come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man. Praise God. And that is knit in love. It's the fine needlework. Uh, the scripture tells us in Psalms 45, I'm indicting a good matter um, 
uh, that I have uh, 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 spoken of, of the king. Praise God. I've, my heart is indicting of a good matter. Uh, 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 speaking of the king. Uh, and my tongue is as a pen of a ready writer. Praise God. And uh, that ministry or that minister gives out the word and writes on your heart and does that needlework. The Holy Ghost does that fine needlework and dresses you. Hallelujah. And knits you in the love of Christ. Praise God. The love that passes knowledge. This love that Christ is bringing us into. Uh, that love that nothing can separate us from. The love of God. That love where you hunger and thirst after righteousness as the deer panted after the water put. So my soul panted after you, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says that their hearts might be comforted and knit together in love. Uh, 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 and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding that the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. Praise God. That is God dwelling in Christ. And Christ said, I stand at the door and knock. If you open up the door, I will come in and I will sup with you. That means him. He says, I and my father will make our abode in your heart. And God begins to sup with you and gives you the things that you need, preparing you for the kingdom of God. My goodness. Hallelujah. It says, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. What is he giving you? The treasures of wisdom and knowledge. This is what we're fighting for. Hallelujah. This treasure. This is why we hold uh, uh, in this church. Praise God and push back demons and demonic uh, forces. Hallelujah. Because we want the hidden treasures. We want the wisdom and the knowledge of the kingdom of God. Praise God. And uh, go to, uh, uh, real quick, Nathaniel, and I'm closing up. It says, go to Isaiah, uh, I, uh, go to Isaiah chapter 33, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 33, verse 6. Praise God, and I'll just close here. Isaiah chapter 33, verse 6. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 33, verse 6. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says, uh, and wisdom and knowledge. You see why we need this? Hallelujah. Why this is so important? Praise God. Why we have to be uh, uh, not only uh, 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 filled uh, with Jesus Christ, uh, but we have to know him. Uh, praise God. We have to know him. Uh, we have to allow the spirit of God to do the work. He says, and not in word, not in power, but also by the Holy Ghost. Praise God, because Jesus is getting subjects for the kingdom. But God is establishing his kingdom in the days of these kings. He shall establish his kingdom. Hallelujah. And it shall be forever and ever. And it shall not be removed. Hallelujah. But he needs uh, subjects that will be willing, that will surrender, and that will love him. And to be filled with the riches of his wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. Because it does not end on this side. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. It says, and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. That means, hallelujah, praise God, when we enter into the kingdom of God, hallelujah, when actually when we go into the thousand years, it will be the wisdom and the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the Father. When he, when uh, at the day of God, when he judges of Satan and the last enemy is death 
and he shall be cast into the lake of fire. And Christ and God opens up the everlasting doors of the kingdom of God. And we see the kingdom coming down from heaven. Hallelujah. Out of God from heaven. Praise the name of the Lord. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of it. It shall hold it up. And it says strength and salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Hallelujah. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. And when we begin to fear, praise God, that is, we become human. We become as the four and living creatures and the four and twenty elders. As they fell, the four and twenty elders down and cast their crowns. And the four living creatures cried, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and it's to come. Hallelujah. Because it's all in him. Holy, holy, holy. And that's all. Hallelujah. What we understand and we begin to know that all wisdom and knowledge is in him. The riches of the kingdom of God is in him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that shall be the stability of the time. And we fear God and we fall on our face and we cry holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. Because it's not on this side. It's when you see Jesus. Hallelujah. Who is the author and the finisher of your faith. When you see Jesus. Praise God. You see the kingdom of God. You see the kingdom. Hallelujah. And he's coming back for his bride. Hallelujah. Without a, a spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And we want to be in the bride member. When he said to John, come up hither. And he said, I saw a door open in heaven. And, and he heard a voice as if, uh, uh, as it were of a trumpet. And he said, come up hither. Praise God. We want to be uh, in that company, in that number, that bride member. Hallelujah. The first of the first fruits. Praise God. It's all right. Uh, 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 you know, it's, it's going to be hard, but you also, it's okay, but make sure you make it upon the, uh, the multitude that no man can number as well. But we want to be in that first fruits. Hallelujah. But it takes the kingdom of God inside of you and that you know what you're fighting for. That's why we're here and God is establishing it. So we lay up treasures and we sell everything that we have. Praise God for that pearl of great price. It's the kingdom of God. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So I just hope you got something today. I hope you were blessed. Amen. Praise God. And I just want to say to those on Facebook, I hope you were blessed. God bless you. We just thank you for joining us and being here today. Praise God. God bless you. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise clap. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord.